0: Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. Hey, everyone, it's Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis. I'll be sharing some of the tools uh, of access consciousness. Um, the title of this podcast is, Does Money Buy Happiness? Uh, you know, so often growing up, you know, I would hear, you know, my parents or one parent member would be like, yeah, money doesn't buy you happiness. You know, look at look at those rich people there. They're, they're miserable. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, but we're kind of miserable too. <laughs> so uh, wouldn't you rather have money? And be miserable than broken, miserable, <laughs> if you have the choice. So, you know, that was my point of view growing up as a kid, I could never understand why, you know, and then you hear things like money is the root of all evil. Um, the lust for money is a sin, you know, and, and I love how, like, you know, when people hear the word lust, the first thing they think about is, you know, un, unbridled sexual desire, you know, uh, and, you know, lust has a lot of other definitions, too. Like one of it is just the eagerness, like the eagerness for money, um, which is part of creation. You know, having money, making money, creating money is the byproduct of what you love to do or hopefully what you love to do. Um, one thing that I know and I've, I've learned over the years is that, uh, you know, at least in the United States, say like 70 to 80% of working Americans are unfulfilled and unsatisfied with what they do for a living. And it's like most people are just, you know, they have their job because they need to pay the bills or the job provides good benefits, but that, you know, that that's more about surviving than it is thriving. You know, I'll never forget my mother's aspirations for me when I told her I wanted to go to college was, she said, you don't, you don't, you're not good in school. Why would you go to college for a while? and you go drive a truck? and this is nothing against people who drive trucks or anything like that, but I'm like, well, I want to help people. And, uh, I get the fact that, you know, I kind of had a rough go (laughs) academically in my formative years, but, um, you know, I'm sort of old enough now to, to really put my mind to it. And, uh, focus on the things I need to focus on and get a little extra help if I need to here and there. So I decided to go. I thought, you know, the ticket to making lots of money was, you know, you have to get a college education, which we all know that that's not true either. So what actually changed things for me? You know, I went on to become a chiropractor and um, didn't make the greatest decisions in terms of where I chose to set up my practice. Uh, You know, if you're going to set up a business anywhere, you want to set it up in an area you really, really love to live. And you, and you enjoy the people you enjoy sort of like the kind of people, you know, what type of person are you? Are you a progressive person or are you a very conservative person? Are you a golfer or are you someone, you know, more of a city person, you know? Um, do you like to live in the mountains? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, like if you set, if you choose to be an entrepreneur and it's that it requires you to set up shop somewhere. I'm not talking about those of us who are now who do a lot of our businesses online, but if you choose to set up shop somewhere, set it up in a place that you love. You love the environment, you love the people, you vibe with the people, <laughs> you know? And I didn't do that. I set up shop in a place where it was, it was I fell in lust with someone and thought it was love and uh, decided to open up my practice that way. And me in the particular area that I decided to set up shop were like oil and water, and you know, as much as I did my public speaking, get out and try to network with people, I mean, I just couldn't connect with anybody. There was just always something missing, and so I struggled. I struggled for a long time. You know, great healer. Uh, you know, if you want to, if you, if you know, not all chiropractors are good chiropractors. Let's just put it that way. Um, but you know, I considered myself a pretty good chiropractor when it came to the hands-on stuff and the healing aspect of it. And as far as running a business, eh, (laughs) that's left, you know, something to be desired. I, you know, I struggle, like I said, Um, and uh, you know, never really broke above mediocrity, you know, and had a lot of student loan debt and struggled for a lot of years. And, you know, I went to a lot of different seminars, paid for uh, a lot of different practice management companies that always promised that if you follow their way, You'll increase your new patient um, load and acceptance every month by X amount. If you just do things our way, well, four or five different practice management groups and hundreds of thousands of dollars down the tube and um, or buy this tool, buy this particular device and you'll make lots of money and create miracles. So I would do it and put a lot of things on a credit card and nothing, nothing changed. Now, you know, we could look at all the different psychological aspects of, of the struggles. And that's not really for this particular podcast, but the question is, does money buy happiness? And I'll tell you what, I was friggin' depressed. <laughs> I was depressed because I was struggling financially, you know, and I'll never forget Will Smith was being interviewed and he talked about the days he was uh, the actor, Will Smith. He was talking about the days when, you know, you didn't have any money and he was struggling and and, and he brought up this very conversation and he's like, you know, he goes, it may not buy happiness, but God, it's sure way better having money than not having it. Because if something breaks, you got the money to fix it. If someone puts a dent in your car, you get into a little fender bender. You don't have to stress out about driving around with a dent in your car. You can go just take it to the mechanic and have him fix it. You don't have to stress out about dishing out $500 or a thousand bucks here, $1,500 there. And so, and so, you know, working in the chiropractic profession for all these years and really like trying to figure out how to break out of financial mediocrity, it was just such a fight and struggle. And it did weigh on my emotions because there were so many things I wanted to do. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to see places I wanted to interact with people that were sort of like my style. I felt sort of confined to the one little area that I lived in because I didn't have any money to do anything. (laughs) I wanted to dress a lot nicer than I did. You know, you need money for those kinds of things, you know? And so, you know, um, so does money buy happiness? I can honestly tell you the last two years, I've made more money probably in, in two years than I made in five years as a chiropractor. I, you know, I'm still a licensed chiropractor, been a chiropractor since 1999. It's now 2021. And like I said, the last two years of my life as an access consciousness facilitator, I've made more money in two years than I did as a chiropractor in my best years over the course of a span of five years. Now it was because of the tools of access consciousness. So I'm going to first off by saying there's two books you need to get. Number one, the how to become money workbook is the very first book that Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness actually wrote. And it's about looking at the energy of money, which is a totally different twist than many of the money books that you actually read out there. And I, trust me, I read, I read so many of them Think and grow rich, you know, um, uh, I can't even remember rich dad, poor dad, um, You know, bubble, I don't even remember any of them. None of them work. The law of attraction, you know, just ask it and they'll show up. And it didn't quite work that way. However, though, in access, we do teach you how to learn to live in as a question. And there's a way to ask a question so that things do show up in your life. And we've talked about that on other podcasts. And I'll mention that a little bit today. But the How to Become Money workbook started to change my life because it started to get me to see the points of view that I had around money actually the creation of money, making money. I couldn't even make it, you know? Some people make the money, but they don't know how to have money. So it's like, as soon as it comes in, it goes right back out. So the, you know, those are two different things that are going on. For me, I wasn't even able, I was like, how the hell do, I just want to have some like more coming in. I couldn't even get to there. But the How to Become Money workbook started changing things for me. Um, The second book was called Money's Not the Problem You Are. Money's Not the Problem You Are, also written by Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. And it started to get me to look at where my points of view were creating my reality around money. And so I read those books and I started implementing the tools and I started, you know, running these uh, clearings, these uh, with a question attached to it to start, start sort of like activate, if you will, the quantum entanglements in the universe so it could start rearranging things so that I can receive, so it could actually actualize in my life. So one of my favorite questions that I'll share with you was what physical actualization of the financial reality beyond this reality am I now capable of generating, creating, and instituting? And anything that doesn't allow that to show up with total ease, I destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So for those of you who might be listening to this for, for the first time, you might be like, what the hell did he just say? Well, uh, that's the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. If you want to check it out and, and really know what it means and the purpose of it, go to www.theclearingstatement.com and it gets into the energetics of what each of those words mean. But it's just a way of removing Uh, and dissolving all the unconsciousness and anti-consciousness around certain areas of your life that are just not working for you. No matter how much advice you get, no matter how many therapists you go to, no matter how many books you read about overcoming your problems and nothing ever seems to work, this stuff does. Because what it does is the reason why things aren't working for you in your life is because there is some unconsciousness around that particular area. It's not something that you will be able to figure out cognitively. And that's the point that I had gotten to. uh, It was nine years ago. I've been a facilitator for nine years now, back in, uh, when the heck was it? Jesus, 2012. Yeah, I got to the point where I'm like, man, for someone who's studied so many different self-help stuff, read so many different books, had so many different mentors and gurus, I don't really have a whole lot to show for it. I'm like, so wherever I'm messed up, it's got to be beyond my cognitive and even subconscious awareness because I dug up the subconscious. And so when I come to find out that where I was stuck was something that was more energetic than anything else, because I did all that stuff, the other stuff. And so I started running these money clearings. I started reading these books really on the energetics of things and how your points of view create your reality. And if you want things to show up in your life, you need to learn how to live in and ask a question and always stay in the question, never the conclusion. And, um, you know, if you find a penny on the ground, be like, wow, how does it get better than this? Now, I know this seems sort of like trivial or maybe like infantile, you know, like, oh, come on, whatever. It's like, is that really good to work? Um, yeah, it does actually, (laughs) but my favorite clearing is the one that I just shared to you a minute ago was the, what physical actualization of the financial reality beyond this reality. Am I now capable of generating, creating and instituting and anything that doesn't allow that to show up times a Godzillion I destroy and uncreate it right and wrong, get in bed, pun and pock, online shorts, boys beyond. So the minute I would start stressing out about money um and the lack thereof and and or trying to figure out how I'm going to create more money I would actually run that clearing because because figuring it out wasn't going to get me there figuring it out was not going to change those blocks asking the question with the clearing statement did now making money having money is about being able to receive it and so All the tools that you learn in Access Consciousness is all about creating the space of receiving for your body and your being. And it all starts with Access Consciousness bars. And you can go to the um, Access Consciousness website at www.accessconsciousness.com or you could go to my website at www.dranthonymattis.com, and you can learn about Access Bars, but it all started there removing the unconscious and anti-conscious blocks, but also created the space of receiving. And so my money flow started to change miraculously, miraculously. And I'm not going to bore you with the details. I do a lot of telecalls where I go into detail about how my money flow started to change, but my level of receiving increased exponentially. And, you know, they talked about receiving in all those other books, but for whatever reason, it was like, the great wall of China was surrounded, or surrounded around me. You know what I mean? Nothing could get in, nothing could get through. It was like my, it was like whatever my threshold for receiving money was set at this mediocre level. And so, and now I function from like, what else is possible? It's like, it's taking me so long just to get to where I am right now. But it happened almost overnight once I started using the tools, which was very interesting which, you know, I don't want to speak negatively against any of those other tools that I used out there that worked great for other people. They just didn't work for me. So you could either say I was more screwed up than everybody else or those tools just, they just didn't work. So, you know, you use, you know, you use the things that actually work for you. And so I'm so grateful for the tools of Access Consciousness um, and, you know, does money buy happiness? I'm going to say, fuck yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Is it the root of all evil? No. Money could be benevolent. Okay. I want to, I want, I would like to make twice the amount of money I'm making right now, which is twice the amount that I used to make. But I would like to make so much money that I could use it in a benevolent way, you know, to 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 make a difference in different areas for just our planet. To invest in maybe uh, planting trees (laughs) and restoring our beautiful planet, you know, um, or invest in different businesses of, of people who are trying to do benevolent things for the world, for the planet, for other people. And so, you know, it may not make you happy. That's up to you at the end of the day, because there are a lot of miserable people, miserable people out there that are super wealthy okay? There's a lot of bitter, angry people who have tons of money. So money will not make you happy, but golly, it sure is a lot better having money in the bank than not. That's all I have to say about that. So that's my interesting point of view. But I struggled for a really, really long time just getting by, and that was not fun. And the fact that I have a lot more money in the bank the fact that I can buy the clothes I'd like to buy, the fact that I can travel the world facilitating consciousness, um, you know, and do the things that I've always dreamt about doing that required money. I'm a lot friggin' happier now than I've ever been. So I'll just leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you in person someday. Like I said, if you want to check me out in the classes that I'm doing, go to www.dr anthonymatis.com take care and what else is truly possible bye for now thank you so much for taking the time to listen if this conversation has been a contribution to you please share subscribe or leave a review for more about anthony please come visit dr and if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of access consciousness you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com